This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 107, Stages of Belief. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. is unstoppable. So happy to have you for this episode of the show. If you are a current client of mine, you have to listen to this episode and I've already told you that. So that's why you're here because this episode is so important to your long-term success with the work I have given you and your coaching process. So in my living the dream part of my coaching process, we are talking all about belief and that may be why you're here. Now, if you're not a client of mine, you're like, Lindsay, what are you talking about? Living the dream? Why is it so important? Let me just kind of briefly walk you through my coaching process just so you get an idea of why they are at this place where they're at. So my coaching process is nine months from start to finish. Somebody comes to me and says, Lindsay, I want to achieve XYZ goals in the next nine months. We sit down on that free consult call and I really check in with myself and say, can I get this person to those goals? And during that consult, I'm asking them about their life now and where they want to go. And I'm also asking them some questions about their work ethic and just having done this whole coaching thing for seven years now, I know overall what their blocks are going to be. I can spot, you know, work ethic things that maybe I need to work through with them and Again, I really am able to sit down and say, can I deliver this in nine months? And currently at the time of this recording, I guarantee results, meaning they come to me, they say they want those goals. I say we can do it. And then I guarantee it. Now I do have a coach in my ear who is like, Lindsay, I think you need to quit guaranteeing results and a lawyer too. Um, But I, right now it's feeling in alignment. So that's what we do, right? Because either way, my clients get their goals. (laughs) So I'm not worried about it. We guaranteed or not. Many times I'm just guaranteeing it for those people who are like, oh, I don't know, I'm going to make this investment. And that just allows them to create comfort. That's really the reason why I do it. All right. But anyways, it's a nine month process. They come in with those goals and then they go through my step by step proven process. Not only is it proven because of what I've done with my clients, it is backed by neuroscience, a lot of it. And these are the things that science has shown of what our brains need in order to create long lasting change in a way that feels good to us. Because we can go out there and create all kinds of change, right? But a lot of times we're in hustle mentality, we're in a frantic action, it creates anxiety. Nobody wants any of that in their life. They want to be able to achieve in a way where there's peaceful success. So during those nine months, I'm teaching them how to do that. The first three months, we're digging in deep into their past and all the things that have happened to create the present that they have today. 
And we're doing things like bullet holes. And bullet holes are really just these beliefs that they've built about themselves and others in the world. And then we're looking at that inner mean girl voice, which is that voice that is whispering in their ear over and over again, all these negative things. And then from there, they're learning how to feel, deal, and heal. And after those first three months, they're in a space where the primary feeling that they're feeling is at least neutral. Okay, so they're not feeling as much anger, sadness, anxiety, um, shame, guilt, you know, all those quote unquote negative things. And then from there, from that neutral place, I'm starting to regulate their nervous system. I know it sounds kind of scientific, but really just take in the abundance because then what happens the next three months is they start to really make their goals and dreams happen. So typically the first three months, the goals we're setting there are some internal goals, like let's improve your confidence. Let's decrease your anxiety. Um, if you're working on follow through, let's look at that, those kinds of goals, and then from there, as I said, the next three months, the external stuff starts to happen. So like for one client, she just got engaged. So before that, we were working on a lot of relationship stuff that was blocking her from really accepting her now fiance and being able to um, lean into that vulnerability of that life and to fully love him instead of push him away, as many of us like to do. For a lot, it's getting new jobs at this point or making more money. And so they've got to be at a place where their nervous system is regulated enough to take in that abundance. And then from there, too, to really build who they are authentically. So making sure that when they're making decisions moving forward, it's not out of fear. It's not out of people pleasing. It's instead of this is who I am. This is who, what I truly want in my life because they're building their life vision and some 10-year plans and all that stuff. And then again, it just starts coming true because their brain finally has the clarity it needs to go out there and make their dreams and goals happen. And they're feeling better than ever too. And it just seems very effortless. Okay. So that's the next three months of my coaching process. That's called Become Authentically Awesome. I think I forgot to mention the first three months is called Become an Unstoppable Woman, just like this podcast. So then Become Authentically Awesome the next three months. Last three months, Living the Dream. So this is a three-ish month process. Um, really, you know, the first six months is kind of meaty in regards to content and change. And then the last three months is just taking what they learned those first six months and making sure they can implement it over and over and over and over and over again. Because again, that process I teach them those first six months is what I think is like the secrets to the universe kind of thing. If you have that, you're pretty much good to go. You just need to keep implementing it over and over and over again. So I teach them a couple of things. One, how to keep going after goals. And I teach them a process I actually taught on one of the podcasts. I think it was Find the Right Approach. I'll link it in the show notes. But it's a process of decide or dreaming what you want to go after, which they do in my Authentically Awesome program, deciding then what they want to focus on, which can be hard for a lot of women, making that decision. But we've been working on decision making, so they can usually decide by then. And then doing it, going after it and learning how to go all in on their goals and massive action instead of frantic action, and then decoding them. And after the month is over, decoding what has happened and why and what needs to change for the next month. And then two, part of that decoding process is looking at the stages of belief. So if they didn't get what they set out to do that month, like say they are starting a business or probably establishing a business and they're saying, okay, I want to make 10K this month, right? I say established because a lot of people start a business and think it will start there. It won't. It will take time. 
So maybe they have an established business and they're like, I want to make 10K a month. Well, maybe they didn't make it that, that month. Maybe they made 5K. Well, in part of the decode process, it's let's look at your stages of belief, okay? Because what they learned in the coaching process, and you have learned on this podcast too, if you've been listening well and intently, is that whatever we think is what drives our feelings, which then our feelings drive our actions, our actions create our results, okay? So what happens is our thoughts eventually become our results. Now, if this is over your head, you've never heard heard me say this before, you need to go start with another podcast episode called Solve Any Problem. I'll link it in the show notes and start there so that concept makes sense because today what I'm going to teach you is going to build upon that. Okay. So everybody on the same page, we all know our thoughts create our results. Yes. So when we're looking at the decode process every month of, you know, I made a goal or I didn't make a goal happen. And again, if you're not a client of mine, you can still be doing this every month, whatever goals you set for that month, you then decode at the end of the month, what went well, what didn't go well, what needs to go differently next month. Okay. That's part of your decode process. And when you're looking at what didn't go well, you need to start to analyze what were my thoughts that led to my results this month. Okay. Those are your beliefs. Yes. All right. So let's say again, we have the example of I want to make a 10K month, but you only make 7K. So what didn't go well? I didn't hit my 10K goal. Okay. So if we're looking at the self-coaching model, right, of the circumstance is made 7K when I wanted to make 10, what are your thoughts? And start writing all of those thoughts down on paper. Okay and start looking at those because again, those are your beliefs. Yes. And they somehow have contributed to your results. All right. So once you have that, then what you need to do is you need to analyze what stage of belief am I in? Now, if you are an ongoing client of mine in my living the dream group program, which is my ongoing, you know, monthly coaching program. So again, just to back it up for you, if you're new around here, You know, I have one-on-one clients for nine months. Those last three months I said is living the dream, but those are the basic trainings. And then from there, they can decide, do I want to keep coaching with Lindsay? If so, they go into my living the dream group. Okay. So then if you're in the living the dream group program every month, you and I sit down and we analyze this together. Okay. And we start to look at, okay, where were your beliefs at on what didn't go well so that we can change them for next month. And I really Sit there and I make sure you're really looking at all your beliefs. Yes, we could look at your actions and your feelings and all that. But remember, it all goes back to your thoughts. Okay, the thoughts is where the money is at. And for this person with this specific goal, it's true. Yes. Okay, so then what are we looking at with the stages of belief? They're going to be in one of three stages. So when you write down those thoughts or those beliefs on paper of whatever goal you didn't hit, ask yourself, Are these kinds of thoughts an impossibility? Meaning I'm looking at the goal and my brain is saying, there's just no way. This isn't realistic. I can't do this. Okay, the second stage is possibility. Okay, so if you're writing down thoughts of things like, um, I didn't hit a 10K month this month, but I hit 7K, I'm only 3K months. It's possible I will hit it next month. Or I'm getting closer. Those are kind of thoughts that are saying, 
okay, it's not that it's impossible anymore and it's possible for me. Okay, so that's the second stage. And then we have the third stage of belief called probability. So if you're having thoughts like, yeah, I didn't hit it this month, but next month it's inevitable. Or um, it's done in my mind. It's, I'm getting closer every day. Um, I've hit it, it, you know, I've hit it. It just needs to come to fruition. Those kinds of thoughts you're writing on paper, that is probability. Again, okay? So you may be asking yourself, why is that important, Lindsay? Well, let's go back one more time. Remember, our thoughts always end up on our result line. Always, 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 okay? And sometimes our, our results just need to catch up to our thoughts. And so like in my mind, I have an income goal for this year. I know we keep talking about income. I promise I'm gonna talk about other goals. But I have an income goal for this year and I haven't hit it yet. It's only March. But in my mind, it is done. Like it is probable I will hit that goal. Okay, so when I'm writing down every month when I haven't hit that overall goal, and even I haven't really hit my monthly goals, to be honest, in my mind, it's like, it will happen later. It didn't happen this month, but it is going to happen. And of course, I have a couple thoughts in there sometimes of like, ooh, Lindsay, can you really do it? It seems like it's going to be harder now. And so it doesn't mean that all your thoughts are in one stage. It's just look at all the thoughts and analyze what stage they're in. Because then you start to know what are the thoughts that I need to change to evolve them all to probability, okay? Because if you're in impossibility and you've set a goal, that's where your work is. You've got to get your brain to at least exploring that it's possible. And so maybe the goal that you have, it's too big right now and it needs to be fine-tuned into something else. Because if you're just going to go around setting the same goal over and over and over again, when in your brain it feels impossible, that's like a definition of crazy to a lot of people, right? I think even this was an Einstein quote. I've used it many times on the show of doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results is crazy. Yeah? So you've got to start to analyze what are my impossible thoughts, okay? And so a lot of people, what they'll do is, and we see this a lot, especially in the entrepreneurship space of... Somebody doesn't set a goal, hit a goal of something smaller, and then all of a sudden they're hitting or setting even bigger goals. And it's like, what, what are you doing? Like you haven't even hit the first goal yet. Why are you setting even bigger goals? Because they think like the bigger goal is going to motivate them. And likely what it's coming down to is they just get into more and more impossibility to a point when then they're just spinning in it and they're making no money. Okay. Same with like weight. It's like, oh, I had a client recently who's like, I want to lose 100 pounds. And the next year I was like, whoa, slow down. There's no way we're going to do that. Like, let's be realistic here. I mean, you could go do that, but not with me. <laughs> um, and so let's like really make this a more realistic idea. And something I have been working with her now for months is she does this a lot. She'll go into I, one extreme to another of like impossibility to, you know, like this huge airy fairy kind of dream. And that too is telling you that your brain isn't fully in the possibility stage because it's setting such vast, you know, goals or these big lofty goals that aren't rooted in something that is truly possible. Okay, so you may be thinking, oh, I'm really helping myself here by setting continually impossible goals over and over and over again. 
But the reality is, is then you're likely just staying in this tornado of impossibility. Now I'm generalizing there. I know some other people in the coaching industry, they like setting impossible goals. They like doing that kind of work. And for some people that works. Some people are setting this huge, huge, big goal and going after that. And I do think it's not a black or white thing, right? It can work in some instances. And again, this is where the coaching piece comes in with this content I'm giving you today. Of It depends on who it is of how to customize this for somebody who it's going to work better for and not. But really what I'm wanting you to just see today is to analyze your beliefs every single month when you don't hit a goal. And also, I really want you to analyze your beliefs when you do hit a goal too, because for whatever reason, those beliefs are working for you. Like I had a client recently who um, is starting to really kill it in her business. And she messaged me and she's like, oh, and this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened. And I'm like, great, that's so awesome. What are the thoughts that you're thinking to generate those kind of actions to get those kind of results? And then she went silent. And I'm like, okay, no, you can't go silent on me. You really need to analyze what those thoughts are because those thoughts are working for you and you need to generate more of those, okay? You need to double, triple, quadruple down on those because those things are really working for you. And that's why, you know, when people coach with me, typically they just start creating massive results because they, again, it's like they're understanding the way the brain works and the universe works, if you even believe in that stuff. And it just becomes this really cool synergy of how am I creating all of this stuff? And it's like, well, because now you know your thoughts create your results. You know your thoughts generate your feelings. And when you're generating good feelings, you're taking the right action. And when you're taking the right action, you're going to get the results. It just is inevitable. Okay. So let's kind of backtrack again. Goal happens you analyze it, I encourage you at least every single month. I hear from people sometimes, I don't know if I want to do that every month. And I think, what? Why would you not spend the time to do that? Okay. Maybe it will take 30 minutes to do it. And that is such valuable time. It's going to set you up for the whole next month because you're going to be able to sit there and think, okay, what are the thoughts that are coming in my brain? And say you have some thoughts that you know aren't serving you, you know you want to change, you can start to do the work to change that. So if you have a goal that, say, you want to meet your ideal partner, right? And that month, it didn't happen. You did not meet anybody. And say you didn't even, like, take action toward that. You didn't go on any dates. So then you need to sit down and say, I didn't hit my goal of meeting my ideal partner. And then what are the thoughts, I don't like this. I don't want to do this. This is going to be hard. I'm going to get hurt. That's a lot of thoughts that are in impossibility. Okay. And that's where you need to look at those and say, okay, I know that I don't want to stay here. What do I need to do to change these? Okay. And some of those thoughts, they may be pretty easy to start to change. You may say, write a thought on paper and immediately be like, oh, I don't want to believe that. Like the thought, this is going to be hard. I don't want to believe that. You can then change it to something like, this is going to be fun. And that may feel like a natural transition for you. But there may be other thoughts that you write down of like the one I'm going to get hurt. And that feels really, really true to you. And you know, it's a thought that doesn't serve you. You know that it's not going to allow you to move forward with ease and to move forward in a way that feels good. But your brain just can't let it go. 
And that's where you get to a place that I call, it's no longer just a limiting thought or belief. It's now become a bullet hole. And so a bullet hole, in case you don't know, is something that's rooted in some sort of likely trauma. And if you haven't heard my understanding trauma episode, you may be like, whoa, Lindsay, trauma, you know, it's not like I was, you know, fighting for my life in the instance I'm thinking of. And trauma is so much more than that. Trauma is any time you're really diminishing your lights, any time that you just felt even a little bit unsafe, your, your body and your brain can really wrap around that and view it as trauma. So like with a client I'm working with recently, she has this goal of finding her ideal mate. And as we're working through this month after month after month, Something that was brought up recently is a past engagement that got called off and how she was with somebody. And then all of a sudden he just changed his mind and was like, never mind, I'm going to call off the engagement. Well, that was a trauma to her, right? Of like her body, you know, of reacting of like, I thought I was going to be with this person forever. And then all of a sudden he just changed his mind. And so we have had to look at that bullet hole and then go in and process the deeper emotions to that for her to feel deal and heal to let that go. Okay. Now, if you're not a client of mine, you don't know what this is. And I, all I can say is I wish I could teach it to you right now, but it's a process and it's something that takes time. And this is one of the benefits of coaching with me is to be able to go in there and to look at those bullet holes and feel deal and heal in a way where it doesn't feel like therapy, where you're just rehashing the same thing over and over again. You're just analyzing the situation and then feeling through it and then moving on. Okay. So Going back to stages of belief, looking at those beliefs, what level would you get it? give it? Is it impossible? Is it in the possibility phase or is it in the probability phase? Okay, we've got to get our beliefs as close to probability as possible for it to finally happen. Now, what happens sometimes is sometimes our results come before our thoughts come. So meaning like, I have a client recently who was offered basically like her ideal job, okay? Like making the money she wanted and she thought she was gonna go down a different path to make this kind of money and get this job. And so when she got offered the job, it was like, I can't believe this. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. And that's a telltale sign too if you're starting to say that to yourself. I can't believe this, right? I do this to myself too, friend. I'm in this boat with you if this happens to you. I have, you know, so many times I, I hit like a, a new level of abundance and my brain goes into, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And that's telling you, your brain is saying, I can't believe that this happened even though I wasn't fully on board with you. And so what can happen is that your brain then can self-sabotage it because your brain doesn't fully believe that it's possible. Then your brain will go into making it impossible and will do things like you'll make mistakes on the job or you'll start to sabotage in other areas of your life and you'll blame the job for it. And your nervous system will just be all over the place. Like recently this happened with another client of mine. I finally helped her get in alignment with her business and she started making money. And then all of a sudden her nervous system just like went crazy. And I kept calling her out on it because she was in my long-term program. I'm like, hey, I'm seeing this in you. You know, like we need to coach through this, coach through this. And she just kept pulling away, kept pulling away to a point where she then like decided she wanted to end the coaching relationship. Um, And that's really unfortunate because... You know, her brain just wasn't on board with it. 
Um, and it's crazy too, because this girl's a coach. Like you think she would know better, but her the brain is so tricky. That's why it's so important that we're doing things like a monthly decode, because what happens is our brain can take over, okay? It can take over too quickly. And then all of a sudden, like we're in this, you know, twilight zone with her brain when this abundance happens. You know, I, know, I hope I'm not freaking anybody out, but this is what happens a lot of times when a lot of abundance starts coming your way. It just seems too easy. You feel too good. You just can't believe it. And so we've got to get your brain on board with this stuff. Otherwise, you'll just kind of go back to um, kind of the ideal, not the ideal, but like the average life that you've typically had where maybe there's some sort of drama or you're feeling sort of good and sort of not good because to your brain, that's what feels safe and what feels normal. And so it's so important then that we start to, as I keep saying, look at the beliefs and then start to regulate your nervous system around that. With my clients, I teach them something called an upper limit problem that they learn from the book called The Big Leap, which is a book that I give all of my clients. And they learn about this of anytime we're growing, the author Gay Hendricks says, you know, then our brain is like, whoa, this is too uncomfortable. Even if it's good stuff, let's bring it back down. And so the way that I found to really um, combat this is something called joy integration. And it's so interesting because, you know, Gay doesn't talk about that in his book directly, but it's just something that I've learned as I've gone through, you know, my own life and seeing other clients of like, hey, we really need this time to integrate joy. And then I see it everywhere. Like even a client sent me a post that somebody else did and it said something like, um, here, I have it right in front of me. Let me pull it up right now. It says, note to self, along with all the growth and healing, remember to give yourself time for integration, which is a fancy word for allowing shit to settle. It looks like doing nothing. This nothing is necessary. And that was by Emily McDowell. And, and my client sent it to me and she's like, this is just like joy integration. I'm like, yes, exactly. So this is what happens is like we grow and then we have to integrate and then we grow and we have to integrate. And really what we're doing there is we're growing and then we're getting our brain on board for the growth if it wasn't already on board to begin with. Okay. So again, like for my goal this year of my money goal, I'm telling you in my brain, it's in that third stage of probability. Like this is just a done deal. Like it's no big deal. It's already done in my mind. And so when it's happening, I'm not in this phase of, I can't believe it. I can't believe I'm doing this. Instead, it's in this phase of, yep, yep, yep. I knew this was going to happen. Yep, yep, yep. And so then I'm not having to do this thing called joint integration because my body's not freaking out. My brain's already on board with it. Okay. So again, for a, a client right now, you're probably like all up on this podcast right now and like, yes, Lindsay, it all makes sense. But if not, this is something we need to coach through. And if you're somebody who's not a client of mine, hopefully you're just getting enough nuggets of wisdom here to open your mind and expand the way that you're viewing your goals and your world to start to understand how important beliefs are and what can happen when we don't fully believe something and what needs to change so that we can, you know, make a goal and then get to that place of probability and just make something and then make it happen in a way that just feels really fun. Like it's, I feel like for one of the first times in my life, I've made a goal and I'm probable that it's going to happen before the goals happened. 
And I will tell you, it just makes for a really, really fun experience of just like, I know it's going to happen. And it's not like, oh, I know it's going to happen. Let me sit on the couch and eat Cheetos, right? Because then really that's a sign you're actually an impossibility. Another little trick for you. But instead I'm like, okay, how am I going to show up? What am I going to do? What outlet am I going to take? And I'm not fully getting attached to any one how of how that's going to happen. Because again, if you're a client of mine, you know this from our manifesting talks. If you're not a client of mine, this may be over your head. But again, it's so important that if you're in that probability stage, you're not attached to one certain outlet. You're just, you're really just focused in on that one goal of that amount of money, and then you get to work with it. Okay. All right. I hope I covered everything that you feel like you needed from this. Again, if you are a client of mine, this is something we can absolutely coach through and make sure you're fully understanding this. And it may be something that just takes a couple months as you continue to implement the living the dream content that you're consuming by me. Um, but regardless, I hope I opened your mind today and showed you new things about the world. I promise you this belief stuff makes sense once you get it. And then once you get it, Woo-wee, you are on fire, baby. And you are making those goals happen and you're feeling better than freaking ever. So thanks again for tuning in today and I'll see you next week. Bye. Hey there, Miss Unstoppable. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode. If you enjoyed it, share it with a friend. Send them a picture of this episode via text, via email, share it on social media. I'm sure they would be so appreciative to know these strategies and tips on how to accomplish your dreams. If you are ready to guarantee you're going to accomplish your goals and dreams, then it's time to start coaching with me. In my nine-month simple success coaching system, I am going to walk you every single step of the way to ensure that you get the goals and dreams that you want. The first step is to apply for a free 60-minute consult call. Just go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash apply to get started. As always, my friend, remember... You're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.